are listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Liberty football is back in the top 25. We discuss what it means for the Flames, plus preview their huge SEC showdown on the road at Arkansas. And basketball season about set to get underway. Head coach Richie McKay joins us in studio. It all starts now on the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Welcome into the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcoba Mortgage. Joe Yock, Matt Warner, Emily Austin, not here today, not gallivanting around Europe as oh, she was she earlier. Is not on one of she her. is definitely not gallivanting. Maybe she'll tell us more about that next week. We shall Update see. On Update on Emily Update coming next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah, stay tuned. Straight for from Emily. Straight from Emily. We'll see how that goes. All right, Joe, we got a lot to get to. Number one, Richie McKay going to join the show here a little bit. We ch- chatted with him earlier today. Good to get Coach McKay in studio, but we start with football. How good is it you get a bye week, you don't even play, and yet you wake up and you're in the top 25? Top 25 Liberty baby. ranked 23rd in both the AP and coaches' polls. First time they've been ranked, obviously, since 2020. Uh, number one, what does it do? Like, you see that. What's your first reaction when you see Liberty ranked? So now I don't have to listen to wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah, yeah, wah. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it, do they deserve to be there now? Sort of things have fallen in place. Yes. yes. With the wins and the record, everything else. And so, yeah, it's great. So, but once again, I'm with Coach Freeze on this thing. Yeah. Doesn't mean a hill of beans. Right. Until we get to the, to the end of the season. Like, you, you, you go this, you have to find a way to win this game. Yeah. You win this game. Then you legitimize you're really a top 25 right. ranking and right. where you're supposed to be. So, so it's, yeah, sure, it's fun. You're there. You throw it on Twitter. Throw it on Instagram. Yep. Get the Flames do their little video stuff. Yep. They do yep. a really good job of the video yeah. stuff and do it up right. Yeah. Right? But it all matters. Come down Saturday, baby. This Saturday. I just thought back when I saw that, and people you know around town or whatever are always like, what do you think of the Flames? What do you think? And for the most part this season, it's been like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're finding a way. It's like we've said so many times when we do our little post-game recaps, they found a way. Yeah. The BYU game, they didn't just find a way. They finally put it all together. Yeah. But, like, I just thought when I saw the ranking, I thought back to, what, fourth quarter, week one, Southern Miss, Liberty down 24-17. And I remember texting you or some yeah. other folks at that point and being yeah. like, boy, maybe we overestimated what this team could be. Or maybe – the quarterback situation behind Charlie Brewer was not nearly as good as we thought. Yeah. Like, at that point, you're down a touchdown with under two minutes to play, and it's like, are they really going to lose to Southern Miss to open up the season? And you go from that feeling of, man, it's, could they get to bowl eligibility if they lose that game to sitting here now? I'm talking top 25. And it's just an unbelievable. I'm talking top 25. And with four quarterbacks. With four quarterbacks. Like you said, what did you say? A little duct tape, a little, little glue, little bail little bail, and wire, bail yeah, and whatever, wire, yeah. little whatever yeah. you got, but yeah. you put it all together. It's been pretty you know, unbelievable. Here, here's, 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 my take, here's my take on it. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and give it. Yeah. I'm, just gonna, it. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it we'll out throw there. Throw it right out now, there. Right? All right. So right now, from a, from a local level, right. right, the people at Liberty realize yeah. how good, the fans of Liberty realize how good Liberty is, okay? And they see the defense. They see uh, the day day hunter. Day day hunter. Yeah, yeah. They see they see all all the good things that are going on, right? But right now, locally, 
they realize that they're good. On a national level, guess what? I hate to break the news. Yeah. They're a novelty act. They're a novelty act right now. And so when, if you're Hugh Freeze and you're sitting in that locker room, right, yeah. and you want to get national respect, because right now you only got, guys, you know what we are? We're a novelty act to, to everybody right. nationally. They don't really know who we are. We go inside an SEC stadium, play Arkansas, yeah. okay? We go inside that stadium. We be, play with great energy, great enthusiasm, and great passion, okay? Then, then number one, first and foremost, then you execute. Yeah. You execute the game plan that they've been given, and then guess what? You're no longer a novelty act. You're the real deal when you come out and you win this game. So guess they can call the pigs in. <laughs> They're going to be called. Call the yeah. pigs in yeah. because the flames are locked and loaded and it's time to go hunting, baby. Okay, I like that. That's what I'm giving Yeah, them. yeah. It's going to be interesting Glad to, to see. Yeah, I know, I could tell you really had something you wanted to <laughs> share with us. It's going to be interesting to see going into this week and Hugh Freeze saying, you know, we think Charlie Brewer's come a long way since the BYU game with his hand and so he was saying in his press conference, I think we'll see both JB and Charlie in this game, which we kind of expected. For JB, it's going to be interesting to see, was BYU, did, did something click? Did, did it all come together? In that, and that, this is what we can see going forward. Like he's turned a new leaf. He's like, okay, I understand it. I'm, it's all coming together for me. Yeah. Or are we going to look back and say, boy, that was that, remember that one game yeah. where it was just all there? Like, that's what I'm interested to see. Can yeah. he take and build off of that game against BYU instead of just make it the high point in the season yeah. and kind of go back to what he had been, which was in, inconsistent in Hugh Freeze's words before that? Yeah, but he did show the glimpses of being really good. Yeah. Like you said, he's inconsistent. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb right now. I'm going to say yes. I think that was JB's moment to get over the hump. You think now he's there? I think now the way when – I, once again, it goes back to like we're up in that broadcast booth and you're so high above it. Yeah. And then when you watch that, we're, I was able to watch the game right there on that field level. And when you saw him move around in the pocket and you saw his calmness, his patience is not, he didn't panic at all. Like that's a process that takes time. And to do that against a quality opponent like yeah. BYU, I really feel as if I, throughout this, an off week, more practice time, more confidence. Hopefully, they're getting a little healthier, yeah. especially at the receiver position. You know, I, I really feel like JB is ready to become a much more consistent football player at a high level. Free saying there's still a little uncertainty on those receivers on who they could get back. He did say Trayshawn Clark will be back. Oh, that's so great he's news. practicing, so that's great to get him back on that defensive line. And let's talk about these hogs just a little bit because this is a tough bunch. Yeah. Five and three. Back-to-back -back road wins at BYU, at Auburn. They won at Auburn Saturday, 42-27. This team can run the rock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They run it 64% of the time. They're sixth in the nation in rushing per game, 245 yards a game. They run the ball. Just for comparison, Liberty is 36th in the nation in stopping the run. So you got a good battle there. But it really all starts with K.J. Jefferson, their quarterback, dual-threat guy, big, 6'3", 242 and Josh Aldridge said he reminds me of a more athletic Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. He is just a load. And he throws it for 240 a game. He runs it for 55 a game. 15 TD passes, one interception. He doesn't turn it over much. And if you're looking for a comparison, when they went against BYU, a defense that Liberty had a lot of success against, he threw for 367 and five touchdowns. Yeah. He's a problem. Yeah. And he's a guy that they're going to have to find a way to pressure. And once you get there, once you get him, Got to actually get you him got to get him down, yeah. which that's a whole other job. So yeah. you need to, or hold him up till your buddies yeah. can come and help finish the job. 
he is a problem. Yeah, and you know, and I and I think I sent this to you a couple weeks ago from Pro Football Focus is they had rated quarterbacks best highest quarterback rating from the pocket. Yeah, and KJ Jefferson was number one yep. in the nation. So yeah, he he is a major problem. But I mean, the good news is Liberty's defense is legit. Yeah, and and now you're going to find out you know how good they really are. I think across the board. From the front four to linebackers to the secondary, how well they mesh together and play together. Uh, it's a great challenge for Liberty defense, but two weeks of preparation, expect, uh, expect Josh Aldridge, Jack Curtis yeah. to come in with a really good game plan um, on how they can hopefully potentially stop. But you're right, 41 on Auburn this past yeah. weekend. What was it 50 some on BYU? Yeah, they're, they're rolling. So, so they're rolling. The offense is going to have to do, they're going to have to keep up their end of the bargain to, to have a chance to win this game. Yeah, Arkansas, they also have the leading rusher in the the SEC Rocket Sanders, so we get two Rockets. Yeah, it's Rocket you know, Rahimi like, versus yeah, Rocket like Sanders. Nick and yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a Russians versus the Americans. Right, exactly. yeah, it's but, a Cold you know, War, right? Cold yeah. War all yeah, it's over Cold again, War, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and he's rushed for more than a buck seventy in each of the last two yeah. games. So he he is he is incredible. Here's the thing: you talk about Liberty offense trying to keep up. Arkansas's defense has not been good this year. Yeah. They have been a huge disappointment. They allow almost thirty-two points a game, one hundred and eleventh in the nation in points allowed. They give up. 460 yards a game. This defense has really struggled. And we saw BYU, a team that wasn't able to move it against the Flames really after the first quarter. Yeah, this, what, put 35? Yeah, and, and they, yeah. I think, what was it, Jaron Hall threw for like 360 yeah. in that yep. game against yep. them. So yep. they had a lot of success. But it's kind of that same feeling we had going into the BYU game, right? Yeah. All right, strength on strength. Yeah. And kind of the inconsistency on inconsistency. And so yep. Jonathan Bennett, as we said, really stepped up. And, and help the Flames, you know, get that win over BYU. He's going to have to do it again, or Charlie Brewer, or whoever. Yeah, they're going to have to find. Do we him. have an update on Caden Salter? Does he say anything about him? Uh, Free said he was running around a okay, little today, but, but it's. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it. Yeah. I wouldn't expect yeah. to see him. But one thing I will tell you is Arkansas has one of the best tacklers in the SEC, who also has one of the best names in all Give college it to football. Me. Who is it? Bumper Pool. <laughs> Bumper Pool. He's he's Arkansas's all-time leading tackler. He leads the – or no, he's second in the SEC in tackles this season. But bumper pool, that's good. I mean, that's good. That's really good. I mean, that's good. That's like, you know, if Liberty had a guy named Fats Domino, that yeah, would be really that, nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yeah, he, he, rest was, in he was peace. great. But here, the, with, with Liberty and offensive football, it's everything is going to go through day-day honor. Yeah. I really think as hard as he ran the ball, when you rush the ball the way they ran the ball against BYU, gives the offensive line a great deal of confidence. John, obviously, JB played really well, but ultimately, the strength the for a little guy. Yeah. He's a little fella. Yeah. I mean, he's big, he, but his he's legs. He's strong, man. He is yeah. strong. He's strong. The, the power of his running game, breakaway, getting to second, getting to third level. Uh, is is going to be the difference in that ball game? How, how's Liberty able to run the football? Well, I think that yeah, just the battle in the trenches, right? Like, yeah. Like Arkansas is second in the SEC in sacks with 24, despite yeah. how bad their defense has been. Yeah. They get so it. if you can give quarterback a little time, that's right. Quarterbacks have been able to have success, yeah. and we saw that against BYU. The offensive line, there was a clean pocket. JB had plenty of time back he there. He had a great pocket. And then on the flip side, the Arkansas offensive line, you free saying it's the biggest and maybe the best they've seen since they've been here. Really. And so if that defensive line can find a way to create some pressure on Jefferson, make him move around a little bit when he doesn't want to, that's going to be critical and, on the other side. And here's the thing. Uh, Sam Pittman, yep. who's the head coach yep. of Arkansas, was at Carolina. Yeah. Uh, and they recruited a kid that I had coached, Bobby Massey, now plays. Yeah, yeah. I think he plays for Denver, maybe. Uh, but played for the Bears for years and offensive linemen. So Carolina recruits. I got to know Coach Pittman yeah. pretty well through that process. 
And uh, he's, he's a heck great of a guy. coach. Yeah, great guy, yeah, heck yeah. of a coach, funny as all get yeah. out. And, uh, and he's, he is serious about that offensive line. Yeah. I mean, they get after it. Yeah. And obviously, they, they, a lot of times, uh, the, the attitude of a team is the extension of the coach. And uh, he, they do a good job up front. Also interested to see for Liberty, are we seeing maybe the tight ends get a little bit more involved in like a playmaking? We saw yeah. the touchdown pass to Henderson. Yeah. Seen Jerome Jackson a little bit involved. We talked so much about the receivers. Could we be seeing some of those guys grow into a role where maybe they're a factor? Yeah, Henderson, I mean, that when you they look at him, like, I mean, he's a good-looking kid. Big, transfer good from look, Minnesota. Yeah, big, yeah. Look, good-looking kid. And so, you know, that I, obviously you see what happens throughout the course of a season, especially you get some guys banged up, yeah. is other guys get more reps and they get more playing time. So there's some good players that you don't even know about. So you look at a guy like Henderson, who made a couple catches, yeah. big touchdown catch in that game. Like, that's a guy, like you said, they may be seeing them those tight ends become much more involved in the offense. You, uh, Hugh Freeze said, you know, he spent his his off week where he played a little golf. He won some yeah. golf tournament. So, yeah. what what'd you do? Anything to what'd you? Well, um, play a little bit of pickleball. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I think you that. might have played. I, I may have played a little. You made a little pickleball, yeah, but we lost. We lost in the OIC. That's fine. Uh, we lost I, I didn't. Okay. I you won. Didn't. I was you on the didn't. Side. Yeah, you're on yeah. the winning side. Yeah. And I uh, got to go down to uh, Chapel Hill to see my Tar Heels play on yeah. Saturday against Pitt. That's another seven and one team. That's another seven and one team. You're living right. I mean, I'm living right this year. I mean, yeah. we're rolling along. Yeah. What, what yeah. am I now? Fourteen and two. Yeah, that's pretty. That's yeah. Pretty good. So yeah, we're we're yeah. in we're in we're in good shape. So no, it was it was a good weekend. Yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah. yeah, glad you could. You know, it's a grind during the it, year. It's glad a, you, you know could what? take a take a week. You get banged just, up, right? You get banged Nobody's up. Nobody's healthy this time of year, right? Your shoulder gets a little. Yeah. You get a yeah. I, I told my, I got a little bit of pickle wrist. Do you? Right? Yeah. yeah, like it's a little sore yeah. right, right there from all. But yeah, but yeah, it's good to get a week off and regroup. Now I know you don't ever take time off from helping folks when it comes <laughs> to getting a home loan. I mean, my, I'm going to sell you something right now. You're a really, really great broadcaster, right? Yeah. But your transition yeah. your transition into the promos is elite. Yeah. I mean, it's elite. Listen, we all love Emily. But we her do transitions, that's not a strength. It's not her strength. It's always she turns it into some sort of insult. Yeah, she insults me. Right. So be she like, says that it, she yeah, says this, that it's hard to get Arkansas a hold of. Arkansas defense has really struggled. You know who else struggles? <laughs> Joe Yacht. But you should call him if you need a home. Like, it's like, where, that's, not, no. that's not helping. No. That's not instilling confidence. <laughs> We're trying yeah. to get the people to say, Joe's an easy guy to get a hold of. Right. If right. I got a mortgage question, I'm there Nobody for you. Nobody's better. Nobody's better, right? It's like, yeah. you may not be able to get a hold of them, <laughs> but if you happen to need a mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, just just listen. Just, just we, got, we go on the Google machine. Yeah. The Google machine's easy. It works. They're opening up the Google machine for more, yeah. right? Yeah. And to just Google. Just now that Elon Musk has got some yeah, control it's of Twitter, wide open. It's going to, uh, yeah. I think everything. You're not going to be shadow gonna, banned anymore. You're not going to be shadow yeah. banned anymore. Yeah. Joe Yock, J-A-U-C-H. Google. Search look, it. Look, looking to purchase, refinance. I'm here for you. Just, just, it's just if you have questions, yeah. give him a call. He'd love to talk to you. Love to Anytime. talk to you. All right. When we come back here after this interview, we're going to talk to Coach Richie McKay How's in just Richie a moment. Doing? Richie's doing great. Great. They are going to be really good. Are they going to be good? They are going to be really good this I'm season. I'm excited they, about watching the Flyers play basketball. They are. We'll come back in just a moment, give you some bold predictions for this week against Arkansas. But right now, let's take uh, my conversation earlier today with head basketball coach Richie McKay. All right, please be joined by Coach McKay. Coach, appreciate you coming in. I know you're a busy man this time of year. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate that. Always a pleasure. Well, we wanted to catch you right now because we figured with the way the Seahawks are playing, you're still riding high. <laughs> you're feeling good. Geno Smith has been Has uh, there been a better story? Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if it's gotten enough tension, attention because yeah. yeah. to come in and a little bit of a journeyman. Sure. 
but man, he's arguably the best quarterback or playing as well as any quarterback yeah. in the league right now. Not named Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, well, of, course. of course. Well, you could say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, between your Mariners and Seahawks, you've had a you've had a good little run here. Good year, so, and yeah. the Kraken aren't bad. And the Sonics ask, are coming are back still, soon. Are they okay? I didn't I mean, know if the Kraken were still playing, or I hadn't heard much about them lately. <laughs> Who's Kansas City's hockey team? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Well, all right. Hey, let's talk before we get into your season upcoming. I found it interesting. I feel like, and you tell me, we obviously this time of year we've been talking a lot of football on the podcast, right? That's kind of been dominating the conversation. As we should. Yeah, but that, and you've been other places, so I want your perspective. Does it feel different here in the way that other programs support each other? I mean, I look at it like football games. You're seeing all these different staffs there. I see, you know, baseball. People don't. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. Coach McKay will just pop in, <laughs> just un, you know, unannounced into the booth, slip in, watch, you know, half a baseball game, yeah. slip out. I see you at other events. Do you feel like that's the case that the coaching staffs and programs? are more supportive of each other here maybe than some other places. Yeah, pretty astute uh, oh, observation. Here, I, yeah, I, I do think it's different, I, but I think it's it's commiserate with the rest of our campus. Like, I just think there's a, a, a spirit of unity that exists here that's different than other places. And arguably it's because of the mission, but I also think it's the people. Yeah. And uh, I think, man, it's really competitive amongst our athletic department teams. Yeah. Like, it, you almost, if you feel like you, don't make it to the NCAA tournament or don't win 20 games or what have you. You're yeah. almost like, man, we're not measuring up. <laughs> You're letting everybody down. Yeah. It, uh, but but I do think it's neat. Uh, obviously, football is a bus driver. Sure. And uh, I do think it's neat that we all get to capitalize on their success, uh, as well as the different programs around the country. Uh, Nikki taking the field yeah. hockey team yeah. to the national championship game and uh, the other programs that qualified for the NCAA tournament. I, I do think it's unique. Yeah, well, obviously people have enjoyed riding on your coattails as well no. for a lot of these years. Uh, all right, let's talk about this season. First off, you're heading into a new year. How excited are you just from the fact that you won't have to answer any more of the at the end of last season questions, yes. right? Are you just looking forward to turning the page and not having to go back and, and kind of address the end of last year and yeah. what that was? Because I know that's been just something you've probably heard a million times during the offseason. Uh, not quite a million, but... Uh... I think there's two reasons why, Matt. You know, we had been or qualified for the NCAA tournament three consecutive years and had have Darius McGee coming yeah, back, yeah. and kind of there's an expectation that it's just going to happen again. But you and I both know it's really hard to win a championship, and uh, let alone four in a row. That I, There's not many programs across America that have done that. So I think the disappointment that we didn't go back uh, was one of the reasons, but – Secondly, the expectations have grown. Uh, they're, they're expansive, and I, I get it, and I think our guys feel a little bit. I, I just think we need to continue to play with a freedom and a joy that exists, and I do think a new season is a turning of the page, uh, but we have fabulous dudes in this program. I, I really mean that. I know it's coach speak and at a lot of places, yeah. but, man, I love being around them, and, and I think they're unbelievable representatives of Liberty University and our campus constituency. They they really, really, uh, I think, enlighten the brand of Liberty. And uh, I'm just privileged to be a part of it. You know, as, as well as anybody, no team is the same no. from one year to another. You can bring back whatever yeah. percentage of scoring, whatever, and yeah. it, there's going to be some differences. As you look at this year's team going into the season compared to what they were a year ago, how do you hope they're different? Are there areas where you say, I think we should be different or better here 
Are there areas where you say, boy, I hope we can be what we were a year ago in these, yeah. in these areas? Yeah, that's fair. You know, we, we will miss Keegan McDowell yeah. and his leadership. But Keegan was just one of those guys. He had been through it. He had seen the other side of hard mm. and had a, a commitment and a maturity that is not natural or is fairly uncommon when we're talking about 18 to 22-year-olds. Yeah. So uh, we, we missed that. And he had a shooting prowess that was terrific. However, we have Kyle Rode, who's yeah. one of the best leaders I've ever been a part of in any team or any organization. Wow. I'm not just talking about a college basketball team. Wow. He's special. Uh, and, and so I think I, I've seen a, a leadership growth in Shiloh Robinson, Blake Preston, even quiet as he is on the court, Darius McGee. Yeah. And, and I think that's just helped kind of continue to grow and elevate the culture that has existed in our program for years. But you're right. Chemistry is elusive. And I do think there's guys that are stepping into roles that I'm excited about. But on the other side of that, there's there's going to be some adversity that we will experience. And, and I think that's when we'll see the evidence of, you know, how good we are, how well we handle it, and what kind of growth can take place once we're in that uh, that tunnel of chaos. I think if there's one piece of, of criticism I heard a year ago more than any other, and which means I'm sure you heard it as well, was – from folks just you know running to fans and stuff like that, it was always, man, are we asking too much of Darius? Yeah. Have we put too much on him? And yeah. then he goes out and drops 48 or whatever, and it's like, yeah. well, I mean, it looks like he can handle it. Yeah. Did you feel like down the stretch, was that uh, uh, something that you're like, man, I don't know if we can do ask him to do that much again this season? And do you feel like you have a team in place that won't have to? Yeah, fair question. Probably a fair critique as well. Uh, if we would have won the game against Bellarmine and played in the right. ASUN championship in advance, would that? No one would even. Yeah, so I, I, I do think sometimes the, the desired outcome when it's not reached, I do think you subject yourselves to uh, opinions, yeah. and, uh, and that's part of it. That being said, we, he logged a lot of minutes. He, had, he was the number one usage rate per Ken Palm in the country. So, <laughs> yeah. well, but rightfully so. That was our best chance yeah. to win, Matt, and quickly – uh, we had to we had to change tracks quickly when Drake departed, and yeah. uh, and we didn't really have a, a point guard, so to speak, that a had any experience whatsoever other than Darius, and that's not his natural position. But yeah. b that you know could do the things on the court that Darius McGee can do because they're rare, and we appreciate it and tried to magnify it best we could. Darius, where are areas you want to see him grow, and would it be fair to say? he could have a better season this year without putting up the numbers that we saw him put up a season ago. A better oh, season in your mind. No doubt. Like, he, he's got to become a better defender. He knows that to play at the highest level. Um, he's a tremendous rebounder, I yeah, would say, yeah. for his size. But, I mean, for his position. Um, I, I think his assist turnover ratio has to improve in order for him to play in the league. And he's aware of all these things. Mm. But the area of growth that I want Darius to, to ex, uh, exemplify the, the most is in his leadership. I, he is so well-respected amongst his teammates that I think, and he does it tremendously well one-on-one, -on -one, but I think if he ever said, hey, that's enough, yeah. like we're getting a stop, yeah. like I might stop the game, <laughs> call a timeout, yeah. and write it on the, right. uh, yeah. on, the, on the court. And, uh, but but if, 
and he's I've seen semblances of of that yeah. that growth and in intentionality. Yet uh, I'm pretty demanding, so I, I want a little bit more. All right, I know you don't like to put too much on to a, a freshman coming to the program, but there has been a lot of buzz around your program about Colin Porter, the freshman point guard. Talk to us just a little bit about what his game looks like, and could you see him being someone that, listen, you're not, Darius is the guy, but could take a little bit of that pressure off and be that other ball handler you mentioned we didn't have a year ago. Could he be a guy that helps fill that role? Yeah, first of all, I love our freshmen. Uh, I think it's a terrific class. And Colin doesn't play like a freshman. He was tremendously well coached. Jason Mays uh, at Ashland Blazer High School did a terrific job. He's got a great program. Uh, and I'd say that about all three of our yeah. freshmen um, that uh, that are on scholarship. They, they've come from really good programs. But, yeah, Colin's a natural point guard. And can he relieve some pressure on, off of Darius? Absolutely. But I also think Kyle Road can. Mm -hmm. Zach Cleveland is actually okay. a pretty good creator. And and then Brody, Joseph, Isaiah, Gabriel, those yeah. those guys that have been in the program, I think they should supplement Darius not having to have the ball in his hands all the time. However, it's a pretty good thing when he does. Yeah, right. and, uh, but to go back to Colin, man, he's rare. Yeah, he, he, I haven't seen many freshmen from coming into to school in the summer to day before we tip off, be as prepared as he is. Well, that's exciting. I can't wait to see him play. All right, so you guys in the offseason, Coach, the league, first off, the league looks very different. Yeah. Just going no through doubt. the, all right, who are the preseason all-conference players? And I'm like, well, I think I recognize that name. Yeah. Like, it's just completely different. No as you view it, I guess, how do you approach it in offseason? Are you guys, are you doing kind of a scout during the offseason, just kind of a preliminary, like, all right, let's go through the A-Sun rosters and kind of just get a gauge of who's come back, who left, what it might look like. How do you approach that in the, the vast change across the league over the last year? Yeah, I don't do much in the offseason with uh, other programs in the league. There's a familiarity that I think we've tried to to uh, to find out with the Austin Peas and, yeah, right. uh, and Queens, who we have a little bit of knowledge about just because we scrimmaged them a couple of years in a row. But uh, – I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how we can improve Liberty and uh, but I do think Matt 14 teams is the most teams that Liberty has ever played in a men's basketball conference with and that that's a lot of teams yeah. and then there's an imbalanced schedule just mm. because we can't play everyone home and home so I, I I just think it'll be it'll look different than it has in the past um, but that's why we try and schedule as hard as we can in the non-conference and uh, I'm being completely sincere when I say this. To get the schedule, the non-conference schedule that we did, was near miraculous. There's there are no suitors that wanted to sign up to yeah. the play, and I get it. We had a bunch of our scoring and rebounding points and percentage coming back, and we have Darius McGee. So yeah. uh, I hope the non-conference slate will challenge us and prepare us well for what I think will be a really hard ASUN conference schedule. Now, we talk about how much you guys have coming back on the court. Off the court, you guys made some changes. Like, continuity is so rare yeah. in college athletics, period. You had had it yeah. on your coaching staff. Now, you had guys that had been with you for a while. You have some new faces coming in now. You Rob Jones, Coach Hornet coming in, uh, strength and conditioning. Like, you've been go so good about building a culture and maintaining a culture. Mm. How do you do that when – it's not just bringing new players now, but you're bringing in new staff members who are supposed to be helping set that culture. 
I don't know if the, the listeners or viewers out there <laughs> saw the segue there, but that was tremendous. Get out, I, of, here. I, Get out of here. You don't uh, have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you make a great point. I, Brad Susie, who we coached together for 27 yeah. years, dear friend, and just did a great job in helping us build our programs uh, throughout our tenure together. And uh, Brad's moved on to a different venture in, uh, in his journey. And, man, I'm prayerful that God blesses him with all that he deserves. He's uh, just a terrific person. And then to lose Henry Barrera, I almost would tell you that guy's irreplaceable just because of the relationship depth and equity that he had with our guys and our campus. He, Henry's a servant. We really miss he and his family. But man, God's faithful. Mm -hmm. Rob Jones, 17 years at Richmond, was the associate head coach there. And he has transitioned so seamlessly uh, got a wealth of knowledge. He is as organized uh, and relationship-oriented as anyone I've been around. And, uh, man, he's he's come in and and seemingly knitted unbelievably well in our fabric. And then there's Rob Hornet. Like, to get him from Memphis, yeah. uh, I had a familiarity with Coach Hornet just because of our time together at UVA. And uh, there's a common bond. And Mike Curtis, who's the strength coach at UVA, the best in the – country if or if not the best one of the best yeah. and man rob hornet is terrific like his his experience his knowledge and he's he's got a different style but our guys have embraced it and and i think we've seen the improvement in their bodies that hen started we've seen it continue that's awesome yeah i've heard good things about coach hornet yeah. i heard he, he's a he's a tough dude but that the play like the players and talking with them like like they've embraced that and i guess in some ways if you have somebody come in and replace uh, Coach Barrera, a uh, Coach Susie, you don't want somebody that comes in and tries to be them. No, you, you want them to be who they are. And if that's very different, yeah. so be it. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, the the process of trying to find those replacements, I mean, think about it. It's significant. Yeah. And I, I think that about our entire staff, we, we've got a tremendous staff. And Matt, I'm not just saying that. I'm really blessed to do life with these individuals. And they're really skilled in their trade. So... I do think, though, the uh, the authenticity that they operate in, uh, they, they don't wear masks, they're vulnerable, they're themselves. Man, I think I think that's a great model for our guys. I, I really believe that because that's our number one. If we're going to measure our success, it's the way that we uh, invest in the, the whole person yeah. of the student-athletes that we've been granted to steward or shepherd. And, boy, I, I think... I think our group is, uh, I've got a team full of coaches that are fully invested in that. Well, just seeing the guys that have gone on from here, I would say you guys have been very successful in doing that no, to no. this point. Because a lot, a lot of great guys have left here and gone to do, do good things, play all over the world. Yeah. But it's the kind of people they are that really yeah. stands out when they come back and you have conversations with them. Or guys that are still on your staff that played for you. Amayo Baxter-Bell comes to mind. Yeah. It's like, I'm sure even for you, it's rewarding to – see those guys have conversations with those guys years after they're done playing with you and be like, okay, we did, we did our job. Yeah, no doubt. Like we, uh, we, we remind our guys all the time that you're standing on the shoulders of those who have gone before you. And that's not just in our tenure, but the Liberty basketball players that started since its inception. When Caleb Holmesley and Georgie Pacheco Ortiz, uh, they will send messages uh, that, that they would hear when they were here trying to promote our culture to our guys, like that's when I know, mm. man, those dudes are like, they're all the way across the yeah. world and they're 
still thinking about us, how to remind our guys, hey, this is what's the most important thing because they were reminded of it. And I I just think it's special, man. I I think what God's done here is is unique and and it's exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine. We're experiencing it. All right, so this week, a big event, try to get the fans to come out and kind of get a taste of your team. Now, I, I, I know in talking behind the we'll scenes, there's a lot out. of things yeah. happening. And, and one prerequisite you have for this event, because you haven't done any, any type of preseason event like this before, is you said, my name has to be on it. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> so McKay Madness, Stop. the name of the Stop. event, Friday night, doors open at 10.30 p.m. Yeah. Are you going to be there? I will take a nap uh, okay. that day. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. And no, I, I didn't know that it was going to be named that. Um, I had zero input yeah. in that, and I'm, I think I know why. <laughs> they uh, didn't run that bike. I'm not sure who the culprit is, yeah. but when I find out, okay, Let we're yeah, yeah, heads will roll. Yeah, yeah but I, man, I man, I'm excited about just doing something that yeah. puts our students or our guys in front of our student body. I, like in football, they got the helmets on, and yeah. baseball, they wear the caps. Basketball, they they know you can see their faces and. It's such a, a great group to be around. I, I'm really excited for our student body to, to get a little bit of familiarity with who they are and uh, what they mean. And I always say, like, th- th- we're one liberty. Like, this is, this is our university. And all the outside noise or perceptions or whatever that, that we go through, we're, we're going to do it together. So when we go through the tough times together, we're going to be together. And I also want us to... Uh, to share in the good times, and and I think I think being uh, a part of a midnight madness is really really small and simple, but it is late, and uh, and there's going to be some good prizes. And oh, is that right? We might even have you have a guest shootout. I would love that. With Darius McGee. I would love that. Loser does some suicides. Okay. Or- well, I don't know if we want to need to go that far. But yeah, uh, what, what will it look like? By doors open 1030, starts yeah. at 11. What, what are you going to have go on, you know? I, you know, I'm not quite sure. Okay. I think there are some prizes. Uh, there's a little bit of interaction with our student body and our players. And uh, it, it's kind of a meet the team deal as long as well as some, they might, they might have a three-point contest or a dunk contest. I've been warming up for that, Matt. Um, <laughs> Don't pull a hammy. It's, it's I, early in the year. I mean, it is it's early, and it's it. late at night, so uh, yeah. I haven't been up that late in a long time. All right, well, it's not just for students. Anybody that wants to come That's out, right. come on out and watch it. And then quick turnaround, because then Monday, the 7th, you open the season. Regent yeah. coming here. Love to see the gym packed. I mean, I think we saw last year when Liberty Arena oh, is a full house. Like, right you think about that Mizzou game. Yeah. Like, it is not an easy place for an opponent to come yeah. into. It's such a great home court advantage yeah. when it's packed. And when the students are there, the the noise, the decibel level goes way up. And that, man, that inspires our guys. So I, I hope we can get uh, a ton of people out on the fourth and uh, then a quick turn, I think, 20th ranked Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Yeah. So yeah. we get to see uh, Coach Barrera and Steven Gonzalez or yeah. a reunion there. And, uh, and then we got some really sneaky good games on our home schedule. Like uh, I know they're not Mizzou or whatever, but – there's some really good opponents, so please come out and uh, give our guys a, a chance to have a home court advantage because uh, I do think they've got a chance to accomplish something really neat this year. We're excited for it. Coach, appreciate the time. Looking forward to McKay Madness on Friday. I'm just going to keep saying that. I yeah. know how much you love yeah. it. And then, and then Regent starting up on the 7th. Yeah, appreciate thanks. it, Coach. Good thanks, luck. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. 
Great to catch up with Richie McKay. Friday night, McKay Madness. It's McKay Madness. McKay Madness at Liberty Arena. He didn't like that. He does not like that at all. No, he did. He's a deflector guy. Yeah, right, which is why I like to keep bringing it up over and over and over (laughs) and over again, just to to give him a little hard time. I'm going to start tweeting at him hard. McKay Madness. He's not even on social media because he's that much of that guy. He doesn't want to be the center of attention. So, Although he has some sort of, like, burner account. He's got a burner. Because he'll, he'll, like, text me sometimes right after we post something. Be like, oh, hey, I saw this. I'm yeah. like, okay. He's, got He's out there. There's some Liberty people out there that I know that could do some sleuthing. Yeah. And they could find out Richie McKay yeah. is burnt. And, and you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> you know who I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. They would be able to find yeah. out yeah. If they, what this burner account yeah. is. Yeah. It's out there. It's out there. Richie it's, tries to play this yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Don't it's definitely fall, out Don't there. fall for it. All right. Liberty. Football. I bet he's got a McKay Madness poster McKay over Madness, his, right over right. top of his bed. Yeah, right. nice right. look at him. Yeah, uh, he's all about him. <laughs> some Ricky, right? Sure. Uh, four o'clock, SEC Network, Liberty, Arkansas. Bold prediction this week, Joe Yock. What do you got? Your prediction against BYU, which was the Liberty win, which yeah. was bold at the time. By the way, was... uh, Arkansas opened as a 14-point favorite. 14? I think, I, I think it's down to 13 and a half right now. Oh, but yeah, goodness. big home favorite. It's also homecoming. At Arkansas. So here's here's the downside of yeah. Liberty. We talk about the ranking and how great that is. You almost wish this wasn't the time to jump into the polls. Because yeah. if there's any chance, you, you like want, you like that sneak up, you know, kind of like right, right? like uh, you know, yeah. are you really going to get their attention? You know, Arkansas yeah. got who are they? We're playing in the middle of an SEC schedule. Who are these guys? Yeah, right. But now you come rolling in, 23rd in the country, yeah. and you've got everybody's attention. It is homecoming. Uh, you're Love not sneaking, you're not sneaking up Love on anybody. It. You're gonna you're gonna earn it. Love you're it. absolutely gonna earn it. Get their best shot. Look, bold prediction. Here's my yeah. bold prediction. Give I think I think Liberty's offense is gonna do well against Arkansas's defense. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Day Day Hunter. Okay. Over 100 yards, and I'm gonna ride the JB train. Okay. And we're gonna Keep go JB Day Day Hunter. JB throws three touchdown passes. Wow. Well, if that happens, you're feeling that, pretty good. You're in happens, the game. We got a really good shot at this. You're thing. definitely I, in I the think game. it is going to be more of a high-scoring game. Um, yeah. I, I do. I think it's going to be. We don't give a score prediction. Sure, just do a score prediction. Yeah, you got, that means you have to do a score prediction too. And you know how that one went. I'm not done with you yet. I know. I've been rubbing this sure, one give for me, two give weeks. It to me. Give it to me. I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna take the Flames in this game. Yeah. With a final score of 38-35. 38-35 we're Liberty. Ta- we're taking the Liberty shocks the world the once SEC, again. SEC. Eight and one. Eight and then and it's one. all out there for you the rest of the way. You'll be favored in every game the rest of the season. Do you think they'll be favored against Virginia Tech? Yeah, here at home I do. You do? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, give me yours. My prediction. I went bold. Matt my Warner. bold prediction Don't is Don't go this. Emily on no, me. No, 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 no. So I'm thinking uh, about CJ Yarbrough <laughs> catch three passes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Two touchbacks. No. <laughs> two touchbacks. <laughs> So I'm thinking, like, what needs to happen, right? What yeah. is, Liberty needs to make a play. It's not just offensively. Who's going to step up on the defensive side and make a game-changing play? I like where your head's and at. And when I'm thinking like about that big environment, yep. big moment, who am I looking to to be the leader? The general. Who are you going to say? Go ahead. No, oh, I, I love General. Javon Scruggs. Yeah. He's been kind of below the radar <sighs> with him because we're talking all the, the Rocket Rahimis. Yep. We're talking the Mike Smith Juniors. Javon Scruggs. Pick six, oh. takes one to the house, and makes a game-changing play to help that Liberty defense. He's Matt Warner. It's bold, and it's a prediction. And it's a prediction. 
There you go. So I, I take, think the general's going to take one of the house. So we shall see. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What's that? We said score prediction. I hate to put you in this <laughs> now, now, I hate right. to put you in this predicament right. because, Matt Warren, the one thing that yeah. I really have come to, you know, yeah. in, our, in our relationship yeah. here together yeah. that yeah. I've come to really respect about you is that you you call it like it is. I call it like you're, it is, you're, you're, you're a truth guy. Listen. You're a truth guy. There okay, are so now you got now, hold on. You got backed up yeah. in a corner yeah. a little bit yeah. after the BYU thing. I made yeah. fun of you. Yeah, you sure did. I did. Yeah, it's still sure I, I kept right. kept keeping praise upon myself. Yeah, that's right. Not I've been known to do that. Yeah, it's not new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now but, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. I want your honest score prediction for this game. Honest? Give it to me. Score Give prediction. Give it to the folks. The folks need to hear this. Uh, okay, yeah. honest score prediction for this game. You've mentioned it. I picked BYU to win. I thought they would. Yeah. I think on the road at Arkansas. Yeah. I'm not a homer, Joe. That's a tall order. I'm not a homer. It's a tall order. I'm not some a homer Kool-Aid drinker. Yeah. I'm out here just trying to tell you yeah. how Nobody's going to. Right? If you go with Arkansas, nobody's. I want majority you of America is going to agree trust that you. what I tell you is what I really think and yeah. not just what you want to hear. You don't want somebody <laughs> telling you what you want to hear. Right? You don't want that. So here's how I see it. <laughs> 35-27, Arkansas. Okay. I think they win a close one. Yeah. I think Liberty shows themselves really well. Do they pull away at the end, or does Liberty ever, is Liberty ever the lead in this you know, game? Uh, I, won't, I don't think so. I think I think you could get a little bit of that Ole Miss kind of thing where it's like you get Arkansas out by a couple of scores. Liberty, the second half, starts to figure some things out. They make a little run. It gets interesting, and you're like, oh, if we could get that one yep. more stop at and the end. Just, just, just can't quite yeah. can't quite get there. But very uh, respectable. But very respectable in a tough environment. Yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, this this is a tall order. This hey. Is a, hey, Matt. Yeah. Malik Willis got his first start. How about that? I wanted to, Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, Malik, Malik Willis got his first start. He did. 1-0. 1-0 oh. in one, the NFL. He's 1-0. Oh. Like, he didn't put up any stellar stats. No. Right? But I'll tell I'll you tell what. what. Yep. Derrick Henry's pretty good. Yeah. When you got <laughs> you just, why, why even put it in the air when you just turn the hand it to that guy? I mean, what a monster. When he gets to the second level, oh. it's pretty comical. Like, dudes, he doesn't let you get to his legs. He stiff arms. He stiff arms. But it's not even, you. it's almost like how you kind of do like to a fly <laughs> like that. Like, I saw him on a run. He was trying to get the edge. And yeah. just two guys just kind of just does, just just does a, and just sheds him. He's a, ooh, yeah, yeah, he's scary. So, it, Liffy Malik, and so yeah. what's, do you know, I didn't even know the lot. What's the long-term progress? Tannehill, I I think he was kind of questionable for this okay, week. They so. go at Kansas City next week. Oh, so what I, do you do there I if think, Malik Willis gets a start, Matt well, Warner? You're a Chiefs man. You know what I do. I root for Malik to have success, success but in, but the, in end, the end. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see if Tannehill comes back. Also, I thought it was weird. He was in a boot, Tannehill, yeah. but he, he couldn't make the trip to Houston. I thought that was weird, too. Wasn't that odd? I did think that. When they announced that, I said, that's a little odd because you would think the starting quarterback would want him there in his ear. The rookie right. quarterback. Yeah, wasn't that odd? I thought, I thought was that odd. was a is weird there, deal. Is there tensions in I mean, Tennessee? Just, your word's not mine. Tensions but, you know, in Tennessee. You never know. You never know. So, uh, yeah, congrats to Malik. Malik's gonna be great. Yeah, like yeah, his first start is, but but when you just right. watch him out there, physically, and it, it, he's he loves the game. He it'll cares slow about down the for game. Him. It'll slow down for him. Yeah. And once again, just like you said, having Derek Henry in the backfield can. That's a nice way to help be able that, ease help in, that right? Process. You're not having to be one of these yeah. other young quarterbacks that. It's all on your Did shoulders. Did you see when they around. ran him the sweep with him yeah. on the sweep? They, yeah. I mean, those are yeah, those are two grown yeah. men coming no, at you. You don't want to. You want no, make a business out. decision. Yeah. Make a business decision. Yeah, slide aside. Yeah, That's right. good. All right, Joe. Appreciate it as yeah. always. Uh, we'll be back next week. We hope Emily will join us as well. So uh, we'll we'll be looking forward to getting uh, her recap of what yes. her week was like. 
Uh, we'll hear from her next week. Hope so, all is well. Hope Emily. all is well. Hope, hope all, all is well. well. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's the Flame Central's podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage.